Welcome back to our daily Bible study. We've been studying for several weeks now on the theme choices that make life different and that enable us to find God's best and know God better and grow. And we've continued to do that today. I want us to begin a new one, and I want to call it choosing or choose to be a new person. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, Paul, writing to the Corinthian believers, makes a tremendous statement. He says, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. All this is from God who has reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. You and I can choose to be a new person. We never have to remain as we are. That's a fantastic thought because it's so easy to get into a rut. And somebody said a rut is simply a grave with the ends knocked out. And you and I aren't ready for the grave, so we don't want to be in a rut. We want to have an awareness of God and a trust in him that will make a difference. We all get excited about a new shiny car or a nice new home or new furniture or new clothes or new friends. All of that, but really, that's so momentary. The greatest new is to be a new person in Christ. Paul said that's why any man can become a new person in Christ. And he's not, he, and I hear this is used not in, in the sense of something being new or recent, like you buy a new coat to replace an old coat. It's used in a sense of becoming a totally different kind of person. At the moment we trust Christ as our Lord and Savior and he comes to live within us, we become a totally new person. Now that doesn't mean we can't revert back to our old habits, attitudes, and actions. We do sometimes. But we're, we're now controlled by a new motive. We're moving in new company. We're surrounded by new objectives. We're governed by new principles. We're controlled by a new Lord. And it's not the same. We're a different person. Paul was saying that if anybody's in Christ, he's a totally different kind of person. Old things have passed away and new things have come. Well, how does a person become a new, pers a new person? Well, here's what Paul teaches. You become a new person by divine creation. You must, have, you must experience a divine act of God in which he creates you into a new person. And the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. And the new person is possible only as God creates us into such a person. Now, God's the only one who could, has ever been able to create. We can make things from something that exists, but God can make things from nothing that exists. And so that's why he's the creator and we're the creature. The Bible calls it, when God creates a new person, the Bible calls it the new birth. The Bible calls it regeneration. The Bible uses a lot of terms to describe what, what is happening when we are created into a new person by the Spirit of God and made a new person as God works powerfully in our lives. Edwin Markham said the greatest miracle in all the world is that God can make a Christian out of our common clay. And that's true. God can take us, sinners we are, 
and he can completely transform us into believers who are going to heaven. We cannot save ourselves and we cannot produce this creation ourselves because we can't create. We're not a creator, but God is a creator and he is the only creator. Ephesians 1 reminds us we're in Christ or in him. 28 times it's mentioned and 164 times it's mentioned in the New Testament that we are in Christ. And Paul is mostly the one who mentions that term. Paul never defined the term in Christ. What did he mean by it? He simply used it. We don't have to define it either, but over and over again, you can see its glorious ramifications. And it's, it's a very special term. I think it may be the most special term of all to describe the person who's come to know Christ as their Lord and Savior. When Martin Luther wrote about being in Christ, he said we feel like children learning to speak. We can only speak in half words and quarter words when we talk about it being in Christ. We don't fully understand what it means to be in Christ. There's no way that we can adequately describe it. There isn't any way that we can adequately define it. But it, it, it's an expression that clarifies, reveals, and shows us what it means to be in a relationship with Christ. Walt Whitman once went to a lecture on astronomy. The hall was hot and stuffy, and the speaker drawled on and on and on about the stars until Whitman was so bored and restless he just couldn't stand it any longer. He said, I got up and went out of the building and looked up to the stars themselves. Far better to see the stars than to hear about them. The same thing can happen to us. Words can easily distract, detract me from what it means to be in Christ. But it can only be understand, it can only be understood from the inside out. And I'm, I'm just really trying to pray this morning that you, as I tape this, that you might be able, as you listen to it, begin to grasp something of the depth and the height and the length and the and the meaning of what it means to be in Christ. Let me give you some passages that show us some of the things about what it means. The first one is in John 15, where Jesus says, I am the vine and you are the branch. Now that is the picture of what it means to be in Christ. A branch is in the vine. It is connected to the vine. The vine is the source of the branch's life. And as the branch is connected to the vine, the life of the vine flows through the branch, and the branch bears fruit. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. And he said, like the branch is absolutely dependent on the vine, you are absolutely dependent on me. And when you and, you and I, by faith, put our trust in Christ as our Lord and Savior, and like the branch, we are connected to the vine Christ. Another illustration that scripture uses is the head and the body. Jesus is the head, the scripture says. We are the body. We are part of him. We can't get closer than a body gets to its head. And a body cannot function without its head because the head gives signals to the rest of the body and everything else works because of that. Our legs, our arms, our the rest of us responds to that. Stuart Briscoe has put it like this. 
in Christ, God and man are united, not in a, a river, not as a river is united with the sea, losing personality, but as a child is united with the father or a wife with her husband, whole personalities and individualities are strengthened and increased by the union and by the relationship. Now, we're going to pick that up and talk some more about it tomorrow, but just rejoice that you're in Christ. If you say, I just don't get it, I just don't quite understand it. I'm praying you will as God continues to reveal it to us and pray His Spirit would just enlighten your minds and hearts to do so. Have a great day.